Welcome to the Plan Is podcast with me, Caroline Dunn. I'm a personal trainer, nutrition coach, yoga teacher, and a geek obsessed with learning how to live the biggest, fullest, most joyful life and helping you do the same. In this podcast, we'll cover fitness, nutrition, mindset yoga, and personal development because it's time to stop putting our health into boxes. It's time to care about the whole beautiful, messy you, mind, body, and spirit. The plan is to rise up, sweat, get stronger, be joyful, let it go, pause, laugh, try again, breathe, and do our best. I am so happy you're here. Right, hello, welcome back, and today we are tackling a rather big topic, and it's one that I love talking about, I love teaching about it, and it is meditation. Largely misunderstood, and today I want to guide you through what it actually is what the benefits are, how you do it, and how we start. But let's start off with what it is and what it is not. I think a lot of people get interested in meditation from the stress and relaxation point of view. And that's lovely. I Did I engage with it that way initially? Possibly. But I think because my exploration of meditation was very closely linked to my exploration of yoga, I potentially came at it from another point of view. So meditation is not about not thinking. It is not about sitting in silence, cross-legged on the floor, necessarily, unless you want to do it that way. It is not about doing it right and doing it well. Um, It's not just about relaxing and coping with our stress. So is that enough of it's not? (laughs) Let me just go back to the first one. It's not about not thinking. What meditation actually is. Mm, Maybe write this down. Note it down somewhere. So you can remind yourself of it. Meditation teaches us a different relationship with our thoughts. It teaches us a different relationship with our thoughts. I'm going to dive into that. I'm going to tell you what that means. But in a nutshell, it means reframing our identity away from our feelings, our thoughts and our emotions. And for most of us, that is our identity. What we think and what we feel is us. So that's maybe surprising. When I've taught it in the past, it's maybe been surprising. But that is also rather incredible. Like if it changes your identity away from your feelings, your thoughts and your emotions, like what does that not touch in your life? That's why meditation is life-changing. I would also say that meditation has no instant benefit and therefore that can make us very challenging in modern life 
because it can feel like a waste of time to many, including me (laughs) a few years ago, including me a few years ago. Um, I love, and I can't remember where it comes from. So if someone knows this source, can you please like tell me, um, let me know the idea that there's this, is it a monk perhaps? And that monk meditates an hour a day, apart from on, on days when he's too busy to do it. And then he meditates for two hours. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a bit of a rocky ride for me in terms of meditation. I only really entertained it when I started to learn about the science-backed benefits which are indeed staggering. But let's dive in further to what I actually mean by changing the relationship with your thoughts. Okay, so I want you to liken this for a moment to driving in traffic. Maybe some of you are already doing that right now. So imagine that someone cuts you up and you get angry. And in that moment, you are anger you're lost in it. You're identifying with it. You are just angry. Shout, swear, whatever else. When we have a meditation practice and there is this separation between ourselves and our thoughts and our feelings, there's a little bit of space opened up. So when someone cuts us up in traffic, we might still feel the anger But with a meditation practice, we actually can choose to act differently. And therefore, it allows us to retain a clearer sense of ourselves, which is happy, free, connected and peaceful. So the thoughts and the feelings are like clouds in the sky. Maybe you've heard this analogy before. And usually, or without meditation, we jump into those clouds. Like we're angry and then we're sad and then we're stressed and then we're bored and then we're tired. And then we're wondering about what we're having for dinner that night. And then we forgot to take the bins out. And then do you remember that thing that Martin said last week? And then we're just jumping with them. And I think... Is it something like we think 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day? Like, that's a lot. It's something like every three seconds. But these thoughts and these feelings, they're like clouds. And instead of jumping into them, you know, jumping into reacting to that traffic incident, we can watch them pass. We don't need to jump into them. We're not the clouds, we're the sky. So every time we sit in meditation, you are effectively training yourself to be an observer of yourself. And that's why it's not true that meditation is not thinking. Instead, there's two states. There is awareness, which means being in the moment, and distraction, which is being caught up in thoughts and feelings. And so a meditation practice is in fact almost like catching yourself every time that you find yourself in distraction. 
and then choosing to bring yourself back to the moment, which is awareness. And I'd also say that this is a very gentle process. It's not about beating your mind into submission and I am going to be so good at meditation. It's like uh, someone described it to me as a touch of a feather on a glass. That's how gentle it is. When you notice that you are distracted, that feather touches the glass and you come back to the moment. There's a lot of kindness and no judgment in choosing to bring ourselves back. And that's where our breath comes in. Our breath can be a useful anchor point to bring us back into awareness. Okay, so that's what it is. If I haven't answered your meditation question on what it is, please reach out to me. I'd love to help you. Maybe I can explain that further. Let's move into what the benefits are. So I have delved into the studies and even though this is quite a few years ago now, I still loved doing it. Um, I love geeking out about this sort of stuff. (laughs) So the science points, the science benefits, scientific benefits of meditation. And this is what really, I guess, made me entertain it in the first place. It's something that was worthwhile doing. So meditation does, in fact, decrease stress and anxiety. So without that being the main goal, the main goal being our relationship to our thoughts, an effect of meditation is decreased stress and anxiety. In our bodies, a meditation practice, which means over time, not just a one-off, lowers cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and it stimulates what's known as the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve is responsible for a lot of the rest and digest activity that goes on in your body. Meditation over time increases positive feelings about ourselves and others. It can improve sleep, decrease blood pressure, and increase our focus, attention, and decision-making. I've also read studies where meditation has been used to support, note my use of the word there, support, not substitute, pain management. And on a deeper level, meditation starts to change our brain chemistry and it changes the frequency of our brain waves. Expert meditators have different brain waves to a non-meditator. How cool is that? And just a few weeks practice has a lasting positive impact for many months. Yeah. It's helpful for me to remind myself of those benefits. Like, those are worthwhile. But remember, there's not instant gratification. After 10 minutes of meditating, you are not going to be like, oh, well, that was fun. I feel so much better. It has to be engaged with as a process. And that's where we come into now. How do you do it? Okay, so how you do it is you sit and you be aware. Now note, I haven't said sit cross-legged with your hands in the lotus position, with your back ram rubbed straight and sweat it out. <laughs> like sit in a chair, sit in a chair. 
if that is going to suit your body better. And when we're sitting and we're being aware, thoughts and feelings are going to creep in. As we said, we think it's maybe about every three seconds. So when these thoughts or feelings uh, creep in or we notice that we've been caught in them, we're going to notice them and bring yourself back and repeat this as many times as we can without judgment. And that is how you do it. You can be sitting down, you can be lying so that you can become deeply physically relaxed but mentally we're in a state of alert and focus and I'd say if you are in the very beginning stages of your meditation practice you may want to sit up because you might find that just sleep comes when you lie down and that's not good or bad but you might just be training yourself to sleep (laughs) if you do that which is again amazing but maybe a different journey um and just to highlight that there is no success or failure failure and you cannot be good or bad at it you cannot be good or bad at meditation you can only practice so maybe start with a minute or two especially initially and be patient with yourself You don't have to feel like it's worked. You just trust the process. And I will also say that you're probably going to feel some resistance to it. I know I did. That's an ego thing. Your ego likes the safety and security of your thoughts and your feelings being your identity. They're like these little boxes. Um, And we know the confines of who we are. And the reality... I don't know if the right word is reality, but the process, the practice of not identifying with those walls, those boundaries of the thoughts and feelings is scary. The vastness that awaits is our true identity. So be prepared to feel a little bit of resistance, like from your mind, from your ego, but also like remember in society, we're not really taught to deeply value silence and restorative practices. So if you feel like you're wasting time, be curious. Why do you feel like you're wasting time? What messages have you absorbed externally, internally that have resulted in that feeling? So where would you start with this? Do you literally just sit down? Yes, you can, but that can be a confusing place that can be confusing. Um, There are many different types of meditation and I'd encourage you to explore. So just because you've put on a guided meditation and you think, oh, what a load of old gump, that was awful, doesn't mean that meditation isn't for you. There's so many different types that you can choose from. There's so many different apps out there and A guided meditation can be an amazing way to begin to understand the process. I thoroughly recommend Headspace, especially for the complete beginner, because they have basically a basics course that teaches you the point of it, the techniques, the tools, 
that can really help you get to grips with understanding the process, engaging the process, and then go from it being a learning experience, a mental experience, to a lived experience. As in, it might make sense in your brain, but allowing it to make sense as an experience is quite a journey. So Headspace definitely has some brilliant beginner courses, but I am, you know, in no way affiliated with them. So other ones that I use and that I like um, are My Life, Insight Timer and Calm. Um, They are fantastic apps and have a lot of free content as well. So I hope that has helped and approach it with an open mind. (laughs) How do you like to meditate? I would love for you to jump on social media or send me a message and let me know what stories or questions or misconceptions or resistance or what would you like to know about meditation? Um, how do you make space for it in your life and in your routine? I would love to know. Let's keep meditating together. Don't forget to check out the specific meditation sections that I have on the um, podcast. I tend to theme them around an affirmation, which is just a nice, fun way to focus on a particular topic. But yeah, let's meditate together. And let me know about your journey with it. Okay, until next time. It makes me do a little happy dance to have had you join me in this episode. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe, rate it five stars and leave a written review. I so appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to my mailing list also at www.theplancoaching.com so we can keep in touch. I love doing this with you and sharing the struggles, laughs and wins along the way. So I thank you for being here. And until next time, remember, life's better with a plan.